Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. I once redid the tarot card of the devil into what I called the soccer mom, an archetype of the soccer mom, which is tongue-in-cheek sort of joke about materialism and this sort of like put-together mom who's just really selfless and caring for her children but underneath that is sort of an ulterior motive of having a good image or, you know, having your crap together or whatever. And um, if we expand on this idea that the, the demonic energy is not where you think it is, where it's in the well-meaning help, the do-gooders, the, um, the so-called truthers, the people that are supposedly... Um, being good, this is where you're going to find the true darkness. The bigger the good, the bigger the dark. So we, we, we want to kind of get this concept that when we're looking towards something that this is why you see in religion, some of the darkest things you can, you know, like priests abusing little boys it's in under the cover of this goodness of the religion. This is real black magic. If you're, it's in, it's in our language. It's in the way we talk. It's in the way we, we cast spells about the future. If you're the kind of person who thinks of yourself as a truther or somebody who's exposing the government and all you're doing is telling, talking about how the future is going to be bad, that's black magic. That's casting spells. That's, that's making curses. So that's really what I want to talk about in this episode is what is a spell? What is spell casting? What is it that we are doing in our lives to shove the shadow down deep where it festers and leaks out in, this is the Karen phenomena. This is women who are trying to seem like they're just like the PTA helping and then suddenly they're attacking people in parking lots, <laughs> being super racist. It, it's like if we shove down our darkness, we blow, we blow. And then there's the more insidious thing of thinking I'm the right person, like I am the chosen people. And then there's these other people who are doing practices that we think are not okay, like, uh, you know, issues of women deciding to do certain things with their bodies, that there's legal action being taken. You know, you whenever you find these people that are making laws against um, some subculture or some part of the population or some demographic, like making it illegal to have same-sex marriage or something, you're going to find some guy making that law that's closeted. And um, this is shadow. This is just basically who's in the closet? It's the shadow. The shadow's in the closet. And cat making a, a law is is a magical thing 
it's it's creating into form something that had been an idea and just what what I'm wanting to kind of expose here is that we all are casting spells we want to know that so that we can stop making them curses and change them into blessings so instead of doing this entrenchment in 3D reality and and the dark simulation, the bad simulation, the matrix where we're trying to either get ahead and hide our shadow in our, you know, status by raising our status up and having symbols of status or if we're trying if we think we're this like left-wing person who's just going to expose all the darkness on the you know the other side of the aisle or something and we're using language that says something is something this thing is bad this person is bad this practice is bad or I'm going to try to pass a law that says this thing is bad we're practicing black magic it is the very people who are pointing the finger and going that person over there is a dark wizard, is a dark black magician, that person, and I'm going to hold myself t- to account for this, that if I'm doing this, if I'm suggesting that there's soccer moms or there's black magicians out there, that I am holding myself accountable to make it a major practice for me to notice when I'm doing that, when I'm blaming, when I'm casting out some sort of idea, when I'm acting as if there is darkness out there and not finding it within myself. Again, this is not about becoming a recycler or a zero waste Instagram model or a vegan or somebody who does some outer world fix that makes them seem better to themselves or seem like their carbon footprint is smaller. I'm not talking about becoming a good actor of goodness. I'm talking about turning away from the image of goodness or even the activities of goodness to face and confront our collective participation in darkness and black magic. That's every single person on this planet in participation with bad behavior darkness, blame, casting, casting spells, cursing. It is not that there is a witch in the woods that's doing damage to children or in basements or in religious groups. It is all of our collective participation in looking the other way and pretending the darkness is over there and not inside of ourselves. If we know that we have been unconsciously casting spells and performing black magic by blaming and pretending the darkness is outside of ourselves and that it's somewhere over there and some person with power, if it's in the people who control the money or the people who are creating pharmaceutical drugs or the people that are doing anything that is controlling the population if we have it that they're in the that there's somebody in power that they're dark 
and they're performing dark deeds, and I haven't been in some way participating with that, I am in the great illusion or delusion that I'm somehow better or superior or good. And and so, you know, really the movement here is not to stop seeing what's going on in the outer world or just pretend like it's not happening and just, but it is to include yourself. We want to include ourselves, our own content as part of the group darkness rather than having a separate place for myself and somebody else's darkness. The way I think about this today is that there are people, for example, locked up in jail. This is such a perfect metaphor. They're in prisons all over the world for doing all sorts of dark deeds. You know, I'm not going to list it out because we can all just imagine what those dark deeds are, but they're in prison and, and they've either admitted their dark deeds or not. There's a, there's a percentage of people who are falsely in prison and accused of something they didn't do and they got arrested and, and um, sentenced for something they didn't do. In general... I don't know what the exact statistics are, but there's a lot of people in prison that did the deed that got them there. Now, if we look at this as a metaphor, what good has the prison system done? There is restorative justice happening. There are people that are actually accountable to the people they've harmed. There's some special programs, you know, with um, different kinds of, crimes like drug and alcohol related crimes that are, you know, being tested through these programs of um, accountability. And that's a small, that's a small portion of people that are getting actually to own up to their darkness and the community taking responsibility for creating uh, cultures that lead to people being as destructive and criminal as they are. But for the most part, what we have is a prison that is keeping our darkness as if it isn't ours. And if, if you want to be weird like me, every once in a while, you know, the walking dead or the idea of like the zombie apocalypse or some sort of apocalypse in the future, where I go with pacing that idea about the future is that, so we haven't handled our darkness Nothing's been done with the mental illness, the um, the culture that created sickness and all the kinds of things that lead to people committing all the crimes they commit. And then there's some sort of blackout or, you know, real collapse. And then <laughs> they're back on the streets and here it is, our it, our id, our darkness, living and breathing, walking around, walking among us. And there's the complete lack of any sort of structure or law. And it's sort of, we're all fending for ourselves. This is the thing that when, when somebody's doing road rage on the highway, this is the same thing. This is the darkness leaking out and showing its face and it's not because the it's not the responsibility of the darkness that leaked out it is the responsibility of the one who's pretending to be light 
and hiding the darkness, to own up to that now, that it, that, that thing that's walking among us that's leaked out. And so when you see some sort of villain or darkness in the outer world, get it, that what you're seeing is your darkness being reflected in that thing. If you can do that, there's a possibility for you to quit practicing black magic and creating black, dark goo that gets, you know, shoved into the shadow. And so if you're the kind of person who's got some, you know, um, influence through your social media, your podcasting, or your message that you carry forward, it's especially important for people like us to quit with the spell casting, quit with the acting like the darkness is just over there and not in us, quit per, per you know purporting that that there's something to fix in the outer world before attending what's going on on the inside. If you enjoy the content here or you read my Instagram posts and you enjoy that content, one way you can really help me is to share it with your friends and people you really care about. I'm dedicated to bringing somatic shadow integration practices to anybody who wants tools they can use on their own for their inner work and feel themselves growing and evolving. I have a lot of courses. There's more stuff coming out this year. The big thing is the heart path. I hope you can join me for that. Of course, you can find Shadow Stalking 101 in the show notes. And I do coaching one-on-one. I also have a series of courses, Slay Your Dragons, which helps us get into our personal archetypes and, and make things that had been enemy or disconnected from us allies in our soul growth. And then we work with the guardians of manifestation and truth. That's sort of like the next layer after Slayer Dragons. And I've started a coach training for people who want to get into this work and make it their vocation. I'm really glad you joined me for this podcast and find me here again next Tuesday for more shadow stalking, shadow integration, and somatic shadow integration practices. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.